Welcome on in, everybody, to the only podcast that you should listen to, Sports Voice After Dark. I'm here to give the people what they want. Well, then fine! If that's what you want, then let's have it out right now! Our SPAD Athlete of the Year, Nick Kyrgios. Mate, there is music playing in the crowd while we are playing! So I've told you seven times! I mean, I do have to appreciate the fact that you showed up for this show with no working laptops and eating out of a box of leftover pizza. Are you ready? Life's too short to take the under. Sad <laughs> if it had a live audience, half the time would just get booed. Why is something called Joe Ingles making no, 14? No, don't you dare! Don't you dare with this slander! I'm really into this this <laughs> curling thing. Dude, Watch Big Sky was down yesterday. They had a lit game against Northern Colorado and I couldn't even watch, watch it. Watch Big Sky was down. You, you, something is wrong with you! Yes! Sir, it I'll doesn't tell make you any Draft your ideal NBA starting five based on 20 heroes that are slated to appear in the new Infinity War movie. I think that you have to find the LeBron James in this draft. I think clearly that is Black Panther. He's got the quickness, he's got the speed, you talk about that leadership. Thanks for watching my movies. Welcome on in, everybody, to a very special edition of Sports Voice After Dark, the final episode of Season 7. It's been a great season so far, capped off with one of our favorite episodes to record. And we've got the original gang, Amit Malik, Matt McHugh. We're back, back in the Medill edit phase where we belong. Guys, how are we doing today? I'm really happy to be back in the Medill edit phase recording Sports Voice After Dark. I could not be more excited to be on this podcast with you guys today. Thanks, thanks a bit. Me too. Uh, I, no, this is this is fun. This is the best one of the year. That's why athlete of the year for a reason, Zach. Last one was was very intense. Go back and listen to that first. A real Cinderella story. If you, uh, if in case you don't go back, someone uh, who we had all never heard of. Amit before had heard of him. Matt started. and I had never heard of Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> yeah. We did some research. We just fell in love with him during the podcast, and all of a sudden he is the Sports Voice After Dark Athlete of the Year from 2017. But now the time has come to pass the torch. Landon Donovan in 2016, Nick Kyrgios in 2017. By the end of this episode, there will be a new Sports Voice After Dark Athlete of the Year for 2018. We pooled the WNUR listserv. We've got a list of 16 candidates. We put them in a bracket, and we're just going to go through the bracket right now. I'll read off the matchups first, and then we'll just get right into it. First off, the one seed in the J.R. Smith region is J.R. Smith, taking on Derek Lewis, MMA fighter. The two seed, Vontae Davis, will be taking on Gritty, the Flyers mascot is the three seed. Uh, in the other, in the region below, Nathan Peterman is the one seed in the Nathan Peterman region, taking on Williams Ostadio from Close. the Minnesota Ostadio. Twins. Ostadio. Ostadio. I got it. Cool. Joe Ingles is the two seed, taking on Alexander. We're not even going to try on the last name. Curler from Russia, standout from the 2018 Olympics. We'll get more into him stand later. Stand out. Stand out. <laughs> he stood out. That's for he did. Sure. He did stand out for, right. for other reasons that we'll get into. <laughs> Moving on to the other side of the bracket, Jimmy Butler, the one seed in the Jimmy Butler region, taking on Des Bryant, the four seed. Jalen Ramsey, the two seed, taking on Manny Machado. We kind of took all like the really good athletes, like all the all pros, and put them in one region. Nathan Peterman's not an all pro. That's right. We're talking no, about he's the not Jimmy in Butler that region. region. <laughs> the, the, the oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me, Mr. Alexander region. We're going to get into him. That's Butler, not a good region. Butler, Des Bryant, Jalen Ramsey, Manny Machado. Far and away, probably the best athletes in Close, here. <laughs> narrowly the best. Finally, in the region below, Matt Hamilton, the number one seed in the Matt Hamilton region, taking on Vince Carter. I guess Vince Carter used to be good yeah. way back when. He used to be an all-pro. Caitlin Flaherty <laughs> versus Brad Davison are two collegiate athletes who make the bra- who made the bracket. Should be an exciting one. So let's get right into it. we got a long ways to go, guys, to decide the SPAD Athlete of the Year. Let's start with the first region in the J.R. Smith region. The number one seed, J.R. Smith, against Derek Lewis. Uh, I know we don't know a lot about Derek Lewis. He was nominated by Lucas Kaplan, who's been on SPAD this year. Googling him right now. MMA fighter. All right. I mean, you know anything about uh, Derek Lewis? No, I can't pretend to say that I have. Well, let me read what Lucas wrote, Matt, while you're Googling. Okay. This MMA fighter is probably too explicit to be considered, but the consistently hilarious <laughs> absurdity of the interview should make him a lock. Even his scene for work quotes are hilarious. Okay, not is that sure it? I can read that. I've got, uh, Wait, what does it say? <laughs> not. Is, where not is it? Oh, his suitable for work quotes are hilarious. 
My blank was hot. I've just got to blank, that's all. Oh my gosh. So is he just he's just an MMA fighter who's legitimately good and says a bunch of crazy stuff in interviews? It's not that... even like entertaining stuff though. He's been in twenty eight mixed martial arts fights. He's won twenty one, lost six, so he's good. He's not incredible. Um, we're going up against J.R. Smith though. Yeah, let's make the case for J.R. Smith. Things J.R. Smith has done this past year. The soup was the soup this year. <laughs> yes. I think oh it my was. god! It was in the twenty eighteen. Why aren't we still discussing this? Well, <laughs> the right, soup should have been a bigger we, story. Are we just gonna save what happened later in the year for the next round? <laughs> we got a long ways to go. I think I, that this what type of soup clear. was it? Didn't wasn't the, that an investigation? Chicken tortilla. It was chicken tortilla <laughs> soup. <laughs> See the fact that this story <laughs> happened in general. He makes threw me... soup in a coach. How <laughs> is that, that's not... not even the first thing people think of when they hear J.R. Smith's name from this past? He week. clapped back at Stephen A. Stephen he A. Did. Told him that. There's a lot of cases to be made for J.R. Smith. People I think, would only remember him. I think we can all agree that he's going to is... leave he's the gonna be, He's going to beat Derek Lewis in this first. Well. Draft. I'd just like to say, Derek Lewis, sorry that you were matched tough up draw. in this bracket. It's a real tough draw. If you played someone else, we might have actually looked into who or what you are. I mean, this one's just too easy. It's too easy. J.R. Smith, man. Sorry, Derek. J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith advances to the Elite Eight. Looking at <laughs> this is a powerhouse matchup. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good the one. The two seed, Vontae Davis, former Buffalo Bill, known for retiring in the middle of their second game of the season when the Bills were just getting blown out. <laughs> Against Gritty, the Philadelphia yeah. Flyers mascot who took the league by storm this year. He's, just, he's still doing weird stuff. Just does a Last lot of, we saw, he nailed a half-court shot that at was the Rutgers-Michigan <laughs> State game. So clearly he may have done more athletically things than Vontae Davis did in this the fall of 2018. mascot best suited for the rack, too, if we're being honest. Like, yeah, you think yes. he's The Flyers also the played that night at home, I think. Didn't we look that no, up? No, the Sixers played at home. Oh, he didn't, he didn't go to the Sixers no. game. Okay, right. I think he has to be at Sixers games. At the, yeah, Flyers, the Flyers games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Flyers yeah. games. Well, that's what, it made it, that's what I thought would have made it absurd. But. I don't know what else... Gritty did, like, the weird photo shoot to break the internet thing. So if you're talking about... What was, the, if we're voting on the, the person that the person or thing that most embodies the Sports Voice After Dark podcast, I don't know, I feel like retiring... Well, retiring at halftime is some peak Landon Donovan type <laughs> Literally, stuff. the second this happened, we all passed each other. We were like, oh, that's bad. That's bad material right case. there. Um, he said, like, what do you say? Like, when you don't got it, like, you just don't got it. He was just like, <laughs> I can't play in this league anymore. This team sucks. Yeah. I hate this. I'm done. <laughs> team was team was bad. Team was losing. He's like, all right, whatever. I'm out of here. I love that. To I me, just, my, I'm voting for him in this matchup. Like, the thing about Gritty in, like, Gritty's fun and Gritty's weird. He goes uh, at people on Twitter, which is funny. That's true. Watch your back, bird. <laughs> they follow the SVAD Twitter account. You know that does happen to the SVAD account as well, so... And here's here's something for you, listeners. Three of us in this room have probably been on a ton of SVADs. Neither, none of us know how to how to access the SVAD account. It's not really. At this point, it's its own. It's its own independent. It's, just, uh, it's, it's gone rogue. Let you know that we do. The account has gone rogue. Sure has. <laughs> um, all right. So are we in agreement? I'm. I'm gonna vote for Vante in this one. As much as I love Gritty, is I don't even love Gritty that much. Gritty's funny, but like I'm not. I don't even like Gritty, I'm and I'm Gritty. from Philly. Like <laughs> he doesn't say it all. He's weird. Yeah, he's really weird. Exactly, Vante Davis, man. That's also sets up a powerhouse Elite Eight matchup between Vante Davis and Jr. Yeah, oh, all right. Boy. This one, this one's pretty easy now. Want to get to that one? It. Yeah, we'll right. move on. Let's keep moving down. Let's set the Elite Eight first. So Nathan Peterman, the one seed in his region, against Williams Ostadio. Can Williams, I make the case? Can I make the case for Williams because Williams is dope? All I know about Williams is he was in a gif where he was running really fast. His helmet flew off, and Will Raggett's tweeted right. it out and got a lot. I'm of looking plays. it up now because it's really cool. Uh, but Williams Ostadio, he was signed as a minor league free agent. He's this short dude. He looks kind of more like an Oompa Loompa. He's like five eight, five nine, probably like a good two thirty. <laughs> is like what he's listed as. And the Twins are just like, yeah, this seems like a super utility player. So not only did he start out as a catcher. But they also put him in every position on the field. This man played center field. Just picture this man. If you've seen the gif of him running, picture that man playing center field. And he actually played pretty well, too. He was—he never strikes out. He never walks. He swings at everything. Also, here, watch this. If you, for the listeners at home, I know this is good podcast material. Williams Acedio is not looking, yet he oh, throws he a the perfect back, back pick to get the dude off of first. This is so cool. I'll try to describe it the best I can. 
So Williams Estadio looks like he's just normally throwing it back to the mound, except back he throws it to first without even looking. I've never seen a no-look back pick. Pretty cool. Dude is lit. Well, my thing is Nathan Peterman, <laughs> I don't know how smart he is in terms of, like, wonky or out there. He's smart in that he just stinks. <laughs> I think it's more smart for he's the Bills coaching staff to yeah, keep him than it is for the... The him to be bad. Nathan Peterman. <laughs> well, they gone, didn't. They cut him. But. He's gone they full Delhomme like five times in his career. He is quite easily the worst starting quarterback in our lifetime. Here's a stat I found. It's not close. Nathan Peterman's interception rate is so bad. If Aaron Rodgers, in his next 1,240 pass attempts, threw an interception on every single attempt, he would still have a better touchdown to interception ratio than Peterman. Wait, really? That's hilarious. If he threw a thousand straight interceptions, twelve hundred straight interceptions over that, he would still <laughs> have a better ratio you're than serious? Peterman. Yes. In terms of like the percentage of his passes that were intercepted, oh my god, wow. Nathan Peterman once threw three interceptions and zero touchdowns, and his passer rating went up from twenty point eight to thirty point seven. Okay, so there's no deep interceptions. <laughs> there's no arguing that Nathan Peterman is absolutely horrible at football. <laughs> but the question is, who's the most fat? And I think Williams is way more bad in that he's has no it looks like he has no business on the field yet yeah. continues to be like legitimately good. <laughs> but, the, but these stats though, this. Peterman has no business Nathan, on the field, very obviously. Nathan Peterman finishes tenure with the Bills having a lower quarterback rating if he simply spiked the ball straight into the ground on every single play of his career. <laughs> this is like the Alexi Ramirez argument. Yeah. yeah. He's just negative warps by being <laughs> out there. Like this guy stinks. Yeah, that is true. He is He's that bad. He just comes into games like he checks in. All of a sudden, pick six. Bills they are call out the of it. pick six to Peterman. They should. They really should just rename it. Full Peterman instead of full Delone. Yeah, Matt Shaw. I'm torn. So Matt, it seems like you're fully in Williams. I'm, I'm on the Williams camp again. We're trying to say what's the most sad? Is Svad just legitimately awful at literally everything it does? No, it's not. There's an argument for that. No, it's, <laughs> it's amusing to be that bad. It is, yeah. But w- is that also- so bad that it's funny? Because Bullions is funny, yet also he's, he's more. He gives you more than you expected. Yeah, he was a good player this year. Really? He never. He, he swings at. He swings at everything. He never walks. See, he never strikes out. Yeah, swinging, swinging at everything. At everything. Mm-hmm. It's he's like, not. He doesn't want to take a pitch. And it's good that we had someone. Like I was gonna nominate Javi Baez, but Javi Baez is too good to be athlete of the year now. Yeah. Like, second runner. But it's MVP. the same idea. It's the same idea. It's if you it's made like a, Javi yeah. Baez like someone ate Javi Baez, then it's Williams Astadio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting sold on Williams. I would just like the listeners to know how funny it is that Nathan Peterman is bad, but he's not bad. This is this he's, is so he's bad, not bad. Can that be our motto? Williams bad, played, got bad. almost a hundred plate appearances this year. He walked two times. He struck out three, and he hit three fifty-five. Wait, so he only he struck out three times. Struck so out he just three puts times. The ball and play every time. <laughs> every time. This I, man is lit. <laughs> I'm liking this Williams guy, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you if you guys both like Williams, like there's nothing I can yeah, do. Yeah, also, it's, two, it's two on one. Also, I'm firmly I'm, driving I'm the fine, Williams I'm train. Fine. I'm fine sending Nathan Peterman is so bad that he lost the first round matchup to a four seed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the first time the in the history is that. Put it on the resume, Nathan Peterman. <laughs> People are like, really, it's the most Nathan Peterman thing to do. He just yeah, had stats and info tweets. Nathan Peterman is the first one seed to lose a stat after the year matchup. Another, another uh, stat in his yeah. corner. All right, let's do let's it. Send Williams to Williams yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Williams. Peterman <laughs> can't even make it through the Nathan Peterman region of the SPAD athlete of the year bracket. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Moving so on. Fitting. Two versus the three seed. Whoever wins this is going to give Williams a run for their money. Yeah, it's a good matchup. It's a good one. Joe Ingles, nominated by Matt McHugh. Yeah. We'll get into him. Versus Alexander, the Russian curler, who you is nominated say by... Crucial Nitki. Nailed it. Nailed it. That doesn't look that hard. Russian curler. Crucial Nitki is what they call him. He's got... So if you look him up right now... See how many different spellings you could find oh. on his Google page. Because that's the one. Well, also, the way how he spells Alexander is so Oh, yeah. yeah we'll a- point out he's A-L-E-K-S-A-N-D-S-R. <laughs> Alexander. Oh, I think I put an extra S in there. Alexander. Yeah. There's no there's no way to spell it. That's okay. It. That's just the graphic. Yeah, it's Alexander. No yeah. that. No, but explain no why. Explain Alexander. Then so I'll Alexander is nominated by Austin Miller, former SPAD producer. Um, he may or may he, not owe the SPAD Twitter account for those of you keeping track. He was a curler who was in the mixed curling, so two-on-two two curling, not the actual. He wasn't actually on Team Russia. He, well, he wasn't? No. 
He was only there he for was mix. Only there for only mix. There for mix. With well, his wife, sorry, right? you, you, you shouldn't say you shouldn't say Russia. Sorry, the Olympic athletes of Russia. You're right because Russia wasn't a part of it. Part of the reason they weren't a part of it was because they had too many athletes test positive for doping. Which, which man's. midway through the Olympics, it came out that Alexander did test positive for uh, amphetamines of some kind. Yeah, it's not great. He, he curled with his wife, who was actually very good. Anastasia was, she carried the team. There were multiple, the, the reason Alexander makes it is because he was not good at curling, per se. He, well, he, he single-handedly also... lost them a match where... Every like there was not a single stone. All Alexander yeah. had to do was just roll it in and get a point. He had the last shot, and he, and he missed it long. Yeah, he and had then, literally the easiest the next, shot in curling. A couple days later, it comes out that he was cheating <laughs> and had doped. And see that that's something it's I pretty sad to like cheat and he still be bad. Still wasn't good enough. Yeah, they I won a, They won a and, bronze medal. First of all. Not only was he cheating to be good and failed, he cheated to be good and failed in curling. Yes. How much is blood oh, doping man. helping you in he was curling? In the, you see, he was in the news this week. Oh, no. really? Yeah, two days ago, apparently it was announced that he got disqualified for the next four years. Oh. <laughs> so, they, so they ended up winning a bronze medal because yeah. his wife yeah. put the team on her back because she's yeah. actually good. Yeah. And then he got it stripped. And then his, his explanation for why he tested positive was because he said someone spiked his drink. Sure. Which is okay, a Alex. good explanation. Fine, buddy. Something good, about good, the fact not that... Not an actual good you're, explanation. You're, you're but saying you're an Olympic athlete from Russia. Not Russia. <laughs> you're an Olympic athlete from Russia, and someone spiked your drink. I'm saying it's That's a good... That's what happened? It's a okay, good explanation buddy. if you want to get yourself a Spat Athlete of the Year title. <laughs> I'm, this Alexander guy is great. Now, Matt, make the case for Joe your Joe Ingles. Okay, if you listen to this podcast at any point, you know I love my man's Joe Ingles. <laughs> Joe Ingles is what, like 30? He just kind of came out of nowhere. He's out of Australia. This man is 6'8". He looks like a math professor, um, yet he's just a walking bucket. My take on Joe Ingles is that if you didn't care about anyone being good at running or jumping or athleticism, then he's the best player in the NBA. (laughs) (laughs) Is that even true? He's good at everything else. Everything else. He just can't run, jump, or be athletic. Is he a good ball handler? Yeah. Great really? ball handler. He's a good passer. He's a good defender. He's a good shooter. He's legitimately very good, except for, you know, the running thing. Because, I mean, look at him. Who did he... So he went off in the playoff series against OKC, right? Yeah, Didn't he go at, like, Russ or someone? Paul George. Paul George. They were, yeah. like, trading he threes for a second. pretty much, like... And then he just got all up in his face and was, like, clapping right in the right in the grill. That's a really sad thing. It was real yeah, good. Like, no, hey, Paul George, what look like, at, like, I look like a math professor, but I'm like, Paul George is like you. what the perfect NBA athlete looks like, right? Like he's six ten, he's yeah. super athletic, can jump out of the gym, can do pretty much anything on the floor. And there's this guy, Joe yeah, Ingles. Yeah, yeah. It's like you sapped all the athleticism out of Paul George and spit something out, you'd get Joe Ingles. Yeah, he's the one who's draining the threes in his face. It's so awesome. I give him credit for his courage. He's not afraid of the moment. Definitely not afraid. Yeah. No. It's it's good. I like Joe Ingles. I also just like the fact that this guy cheated in curling and was still bad. I love me some curling. The also, like, two, curling is... There's two curlers in this bracket and also two baseball players. Like, that... Yeah, it's a yeah. Good, good year for curling. Good year for curling. Winter Olympics. My other thing is that he literally had some... He crumbled under pressure. Why? Alexander had no business being at this Olympics. Literally, yeah, he did. Yeah. He shouldn't. The, the, he shouldn't the, have been there. Yeah, shouldn't have been there. <laughs> yeah, just roided up. Yeah. Oh, um, you know my vote. My vote's Joe Ingles. I'm going with Alexander. Probably gonna go Alexander. Pour it out from a man. <laughs> I'm sure you'll nominate Joe Ingles again next year, even though for the end, until the end of time, <laughs> <laughs> he'll continue just being himself, looking like he does, and you'll keep nominating him. So, Pour Alexander advances. So the both two upsets in the Nathan Peterman region. Moving on to yeah. the other side yeah. of the bracket, the Jimmy Butler region. Got a lot of nominations for Jimmy Butler. Ben Krieger nominated him along with someone else. So he was he led the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty sad year for Jimmy. He yeah, led, it was. The, led the field with two nominations. Only three people got it: Jr., Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Butler, Nathan Peterman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, and, and uh, Matt Ham- and Matt Hamilton. That's why they're one seeds. That's right. So he he's facing Des Bryant. I was just looking at who nominated Des. It was Pat Timlin. And uh, his reasoning was... The tweets, probably, right? He fights back to get on a contender with an offense that looks to be unstoppable. 
just to rupture his Achilles a few days I later. I think that's sad. Sad. Yeah. Sad, not sad. Yeah. <laughs> How many times did oh, I say... Stop coming up with different rhymes. What did I say first? Peter bad? Is bad. Oh, not sad. Well, he's sad, not sad. Like, Dez... It's funny that Dez got cut, yeah, and yeah. then... Oh, like other te- the Browns wanted to sign him, right? Yeah. He's like, nah, nah, I gotta sign with the Patriots. I gotta sign with a contender. It is like ironic that, that he good. finally got to a contender because that's what he's wanted for so long. And then, like, two days later, two days later, yeah. he doesn't. It's not fun that he tore his ace- like Achilles. Like, I hate that for him, but it is funny. Like, sad, not sad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, sad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna come up with really pity, pity, fra- pity phrases here on this, this um, podcast. The case for Jimmy Butler, man. Well, he showed up at a practice with the third stringers <laughs> and beat the starters and said, y'all need me. Or what was it? You can't win, you with can't that, win without me. You can't me. win without me. That's insane. Also so looking much. at the video. So Ben Krieger in his nomination form listed two reasons. The first was the heated practice where yeah, he went yeah. in. Obviously a huge argument. The second one is in November when he was at Oracle just swinging his towel with the Warriors fans while the T-Wolves were playing the Warriors, which is just a great troll move. He's fans like, I'm done with you like, guys. I don't he care. He just straight up like went on Rachel Nichols' show and was like, it's not about the money. I just care about winning. And then he listed his three teams he wanted to go to as the Knicks, the Nets, and the Clippers. Like, obviously he got to a good team, but like... Oh, yeah, you really care about winning, do you, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, send me to the Nets, please. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> no, this was, the, this, was, this was a very clearly Jimmy Butler. Yeah. It was a very Dez, sad year for Jimmy. Yeah, very sad year. Dez, Dez was ironic, or not, it, it's... It's sad. Especially as an Eagles fan, like, I enjoy Dez not getting what he wants, but it's not fun. Like, Dez had some potential for a good sad year. Yeah. With the, the, when he was just firing off the tweets... Yeah. Uh, with yeah, the Browns being interested in him and him just being like or not, nah. <laughs> like this was this is a pretty good good uh, good potential for his bad year. Still talking some talking some smack to uh, the Cowboys on yeah. Twitter. But Hopefully, nah. Dez it's comes back, sad. gives us some more antics. Maybe at least they. I've never were... been a fan of Dez's antics. No, like neither I, I caught the ball. No, you didn't, Dez. He <laughs> dropped it. You guys would have lost anyway, even if you had scored. Because well, Dez has always been a prima donna, and he's low key been a bad wide receiver for like three years. Yeah, Cowboys made the right decision, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Des. Jimmy moves on. Yep. Moving on to the next matchup. We had two really good explanations uh, for this Jalen Ramsey, Manny Machado. I'll start with Machado because that's what I have pulled up. R11 nominated Manny Machado. Mm-hmm. Obviously traded midseason from the Orioles to the Dodgers. He just sent a quote, a couple quotes from uh, Machado. Obviously, I'm not going to change. I'm not the type of player that's going to be Johnny Hustle and run down the line and slide to first base. And you know, whatever can happen, Machado said in an interview. That's just not my personality. That's not my cup of tea. That's not who I am. Should I have run on that pitch? Yeah, but I didn't, and I got to pay the consequences for it. It does look bad. It looks terrible. I looked back at the video, and I was like, whoa, what was I doing? So he kind of, like, talked himself out. Yeah. (laughs) During the interview, he just completely... He's like, oh, wow, yeah, you're right. I probably should have ran down the place. I don't like the hustle, but, yeah, I should have run. You want to make the case for Machado being the baseball guy here while I find the uh, well, yeah I mean again it's the he's legitimately very good he's legitimately like a superstar probably the best him and Jimmy Butler are probably the best players on this whole the whole next the, one is Jalen Ramsey yeah. probably um, Machado yeah he's, he's, a, he's a superstar one of the best players in the game he's gonna get paid a couple hundred million dollars in a few weeks probably um, but yeah, he also just doesn't care. And I think that's the... He cost himself money by doing this, right? Like, it's going to cost probably him some. You don't think? No, I don't think so. Because... That's, all that's overblown. I the think... Phillies are going to offer him, like, $200 million. Yes. No, you, you look at how good he is and you don't care about him saying, oh, I don't like the hustle. Also, if I'm a team, I don't really care if the guy hustles or not. Because, again, hustling increases your chance of injury. You don't want your guy getting injured. I'd rather have him Are you here to say not... that you shouldn't hustle that? I'd rather have him just not run out the ground balls than get hurt. Yeah, that's like, fair. I mean, so he's that would make Machado. it not a sad thing, then. If you think he's doing the right thing by not hustling. Yeah, well, the, most oh. people think it's not the right thing, right? I mean, yeah. like, so I think that's very sad. the spirit of the game, but, like, yeah, when you hit a ground ball, why would you risk Exactly, exactly. And that, that's the thing. It's against the spirit. That's what's sad to me about Machado. Against the spirit that, of the game? Like, it's against the spirit of the game. People are like, no, nah, you're supposed to hustle. You're supposed to be Johnny Hustle. And he's like, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Manny, I see you. I respect it. 
He so. also... Well, he's also he's also had some incidents in the he, past. But. He also just, like, clipped that dude's yeah. leg in the playoffs yeah, for, like, no cool. reason at first. A couple of years ago, he threw a bat at uh, Josh Donaldson. <laughs> that one was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, oh, no. It was, like, on his back swing. He's, like, he finishes oh, the swing. I remember that, yeah. And he just launches the bat to third base. <laughs> and he's, like, it slipped. It's like, no, no, Manny, it no, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Manny's... You want case. Jalen Ramsey explanation. So Jalen was nominated by Jess Vitti, and Jess said, Ramsey should be considered on the basis of the quarterback critique he made before the start of this season. He has some extremely hot takes about virtually every quarterback in the mm. league, especially his own quarterback, considering Blake Bortles is getting benched every week. Yeah. <laughs> Confidence and lack of self-awareness it takes to talk smack about every other quarterback in the league when your own quarterback is Blake Bortles is unparalleled. Has he ever said anything bad about Bortles? Oh, yeah. He tweeted... See, that to me is pretty <laughs> sad. That's pretty sad. He's calling out your own quarterback. He, I think he just tweeted something like, LOL, when the report came out that Bortles got <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's real good stuff. Uh, Jalen Ramsey talks a lot of smack, which is enjoyable. He thinks that no quarterbacks are good. Oh, no, he, he does about some. Like, they, they asked him to talk smack about, like, Rodgers and Brady, and he was like, now nah, they're actually good, though. <laughs> I also like the Jags haven't been good this year, and Ramsey still continues just every week to talk is he smack. Being good, is he been good this year, though? Ramsey? I don't know how good he is. He himself the, the has team been has been horrible. The team is horrible, yeah. and he's still and he just... Still thought, that's the thing. Is he gets all... He gets, like, he gets that little bit of confidence from last year, like the best year the Jaguars yeah. ever had. And he's like, all right, now I'm just going to talk smack about every quarterback before every game. All right, we've, this <laughs> could be get torched. This could be big for Jalen Ramsey's candidacy. I just found a timeline of every single thing he tweeted. Oh, no. um, so I'm not going to read all of them, but just skimming through some of them. Uh, Josh Allen. I think Bill, Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen, is trash. I don't care what nobody say. He's trash. And it's going to show, too. And then he goes on to Joe Flacco. And just being honest about it, Joe Flacco sucks. I played him two years in a row. He sucks. <laughs> um, this is this something really sad about calling out all the quarterbacks on Twitter. Yeah, I like that. Go the Going out they and losing. The, they lost to the Niners, and they said, Jimmy beat the Jags. He said, no, he didn't. It was all schemes. <laughs> I think that I, I'm going to bookmark this, save it for later, because yeah. that, these like we can't go through everything he said. I think it's pretty... I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I'm, I'm going, going Jalen over, over Manny. Machado. Yeah. yeah, Machado is good. Too I think he good. might be too good. He is too good. He's also like a bad guy. Yeah, what we've said like some bit, of that stuff isn't cool. I, yeah. I like he's he's got a street like a a what's the word? Uh, There's a difference between funny antics and just being like, like a he's jerk. Got a, like yeah. a, a mean apathetic streak to him. Yeah, but he's not funny. He's just like ah, like, he just, yeah. He's like I really don't care. Ramsey cares a lot, but he's also bad. Well, I mean, he's not physically bad, but the team is yeah. bad. Yeah. Doesn't match up to his trash talk. I like it. Send in Jalen. So Jalen, right. Jimmy in the next round. Moving on, the final region, the Matt Hamilton region. Our one seed, Matt Hamilton, nominated by first myself, because I didn't think anyone would remember Matt Hamilton. Yeah. Then later, Zach Smith, who gave a great Oof. reasoning why. We'll save that. And then Vince Carter, the four seed. Vince Carter nominated by WNUR's Kevin Sweeney, who said not only has Vince Sanity been playing in the NBA since his backcourt running mate Trey Young was born, he's on track to eclipse 25,000 career points this season. It's not very sad. I mean, it's sad that he's hung Still around playing, doesn't really know years. how to quit. Yeah, how do we get to seven seasons? Playing for the, whatever, Hawks now or something? I'm going to yeah. save, unless we really think Matt Hamilton's in trouble here. Matt Hamilton, I mean, for those who don't know, was on Team USA Curling. Yeah, just, yeah. He was on the mixed curling team with his sister, Becca. Uh, they didn't do so high. And then all of a sudden, the men's team just caught fire. Yeah. Just they weren't even like didn't even start out that high. And all of a sudden, just got an elimination play and were, it was unstoppable. And they ran the table. They really tried their best to make curling mainstream when they came back. Matt Hamilton was the fact. If you've seen Matt Hamilton, he looks like Andy Reid. He looks like Mario. He looks like Mario and Andy Reid. Yeah. Well, he wears the red hat and has a mustache, yeah. but he also looks a lot like Andy Reid. Yes. So there, there was a lot of different memes about Pretty Hamilton. Pretty sure uh, Austin Miller has described him as, like, the mascot of Culver's. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Wisconsin dude. He is a Wisconsin. That's so true. I, uh, there's a lot of different... <laughs> Culver's should sponsor him. I know, yeah. <laughs> they should. You should walk into a Culver's and just see a giant cardboard cutout of Matt Hamilton. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Does anyone have anything to say about Vince Carter? I mean, like, Vince Carter was, like, a really good athlete, and it's still cool that he can dunk at 40. Like, that's kind of like, oh, you didn't expect him to be able to pull it out, and then he can still do, like, 360 dunks and warm-ups. But, like, other than that, like, 
He doesn't talk a lot of smack. Nah, he's like, like he's a good like, dude. He's like now he's supposed to mentor teammates. I know he was sometimes considered a bad teammate, but he's I think he's kind of rectified that perception of him. Yeah, but he's just a guy. Like he's a rotation player on a, the worst team in the league. And I don't he think was on he, the Kings uh, earlier this year. Yeah, the Kings. He Vince Carter the, was good. A, he was a Kings legend. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Matt Hamilton. That's fine. Spad's not washed yet. If Spad Spad gets washed, then I guess <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a better case. Give it some time. Yeah. Give it to like season nine and we'll see. Yeah. Then we'll just start picking only old candidates. Yeah. I think we're actually in season eight. I think Are I said we? seven at the beginning, but yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So see, oh, season eight. Yeah, okay. Matt Hamilton advances to the next round. Good job, Matt. Final matchup of the first round, our co- our collegiate math matchup. The number two seed, Caitlin Flaherty, former player on the Michigan Wolverines. Against Wisconsin sophomore Brad Davison, buzz cut Brad as he's known. Um, Amit, I'll let you start with Caitlin Flaherty as our resident Caitlin Flaherty expert. I just like to say she she's a trucker. She just pulls threes and they go in. It's not rare that you see a woman's basketball player that can take threes off the dribble. She doesn't care what your defense does. She gets it and she chucks it. I'm just a big fan of a player with that mentality. It's like everything you all the aggressiveness and she's she, she was buckets she just get the ball and you'd be like oh what's gonna happen and she just like do a step back filthy dribble and make it it was it was dope how many times did you see her play in person this year uh i saw her play three times in my life in person i saw her at michigan i went back to michigan the next year and saw her at michigan mm-hmm. and then i saw her two more times in bankers <laughs> life field house so it's actually four times i've seen clayton flaherty she's my favorite basketball player how many times because I think I'm assuming I think you watched her every time with Austin Miller. Once with times, my once with Michael Stern. Sorry, okay. Yeah. How many times did Austin hear you audibly scream or uh, literally to yourself so when Caitlin Flaherty hit a dagger ha- three? Oh, every time. <laughs> but <laughs> what would happen is I would the games wouldn't be exciting in terms of a score standpoint. So she'd get the ball, like the shot clock would start winding down, and I'd just be like, Oh, what's she gonna cook up this time? <laughs> like what could what could she invent? Call her Chef Flaherty. She's cooking with the shot. There was the moment at Banker's Life when we were watching her play Minnesota. No, not Minnesota. It was the second round. She lost. She was. She beat Penn State. I and believe. then she played Nebraska. Yeah. And then you could see three people sitting at courtside Banker's Fieldhouse, and you did see a hand fly up when she took a three. Someone putting up the three motion, and it may or may not have been me or Austin. Yeah, it could have been three. one of us. Yeah. It was definitely one of us. I mean, like, I don't know how much Caitlin Flaherty is sad, but I know that she's my favorite kind of basketball player. And also, just considering that, obviously, like, yeah, we have Steph Curry, we have Dame Lillard, like, we all have fun NBA point guards, but there just are not a lot of point guards in women's basketball that let it fly like she does. It's cool that she's an underrated, yeah, like an underrated yeah. Steph Curry in Big Ten women's basketball. I guess that's fair to say. She was always, like, overshadowed by Kelsey Mitchell, who did, yeah. like, the same thing. Kelsey Mitchell, to me, is like James Harden. Yeah, she's Like, because she's... She's really Kelsey Mitchell is just as good, probably a little better than Caitlin Flaherty, but like she also got to the line. She's yeah, boring. Wasn't as fun. She as didn't Caitlin. play defense. No, I did not try. <laughs> she <laughs> arguably would have been more sad. <laughs> yeah, maybe never maybe, played defense. <laughs> also, would have been more sad about <laughs> Kelsey Mitchell was their dad, Mark. Mark, pulling out for Mark for the longer. Oh, Mark should have got can nominated. We, can we yeah. talk about Mark here on this podcast? I don't really know how he fits into the Caitlin Flaherty argument. But I think we just need to explain. Explain what Mark a, Mitchell is. Mark is embodies the hardest fad. He pulled a Landon. Yeah. He, he coached. He literally. Came out of coaching. His daughter, just the coach's daughter at you. Yeah, at you. Kelsey or Kelsey left, and then he left the same year with his with her sister. With Chelsea her sister still there. there. Yeah, but and one of his daughters was Mark still even on cares the about Chelsea. <laughs> we'll get into it. I don't know why we're talking about Mark Mitchell. He's not on the bracket. He's not going this to be on the bracket. This is how sad works. True. This is Matt. also no other no other assistant women's basketball coach gets three seats. And I don't mean that like a making fun way. Like it was just great. My favorite part of any Ohio State basketball game was watching him throw warm up passes from underneath the basket. (laughs) Underneath the basket, and it was like he was like, "Yes, I'm getting paid to come here and do this, and that is it. That is the extent of my coaching." (laughs) Matt, are you ready to give the buzz cut, Brad? Summary. Yeah, okay. so Buzzcut Brad, uh, I'm not sure, was this last week that he um, took five charges in one game, which really, like, that yeah. puts you right up there on this bad list, but this guy is, like, the most annoying kind of classic Wisconsin basketball player there is. He's legitimately pretty good. Uh, he can go get buckets, but 
my God, this is like the grittiest white guy. When you pitch, picture someone who's going to slap the floor, try to take charges, and just try to like go for steals and try way too hard on defense, that's Brad Davison. Uh, the guy embodies Wisconsin basketball. couple of things that Brad has done. Played with a dislocated shoulder all through last year. Wait, what? Like, yeah, he always had that he big had to pop thing it back on. in a couple of times oh. and still played. Last year when Xavier beat the Badgers early in the year, the Badgers had a lot of stuff to figure out. Some guy on Xavier did the Tomahawk or did the Florida Gators, not the Tomahawk, the Florida Gator chomp. This year, when Buzzcut Brad beat Xavier, he also <laughs> did a Gator chomp. That's pretty good. And then this past week in the forgets. Big Ten ACC Challenge, Brad took five charges yeah. in a game. Yeah. Made three field goals, but took five charges. Man, Wasn't that's... there a highlight reel of just his charges? Yeah, yeah. I know. ESPN was tweeting out a highlight reel of charges. And it's also just like how hype he gets after the charge. Like, he falls to the floor, looks up for the whistle, gets the call, and he goes, yeah, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, Brad, calm down, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure how taking charges fits into the embodiment of Svad. He's just really gritty. He's really a, gritty. He's a gym rat. Grittier than gritty, rat, I think. Tinker of the game. Is that anything like Svad? He's probably the first one in, last one out. We're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, like... Svad operates on much more of a Manny Machado <laughs> timeline than a Brad Davidson timeline. We'll hustle you know, down when we want. You need us to do I two mean, like, lives. kind of embodies the idea of, like... <laughs> taking pleasure in, like, something that's clearly not the main objective of the sport, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> that's a good argument, yeah, I like, guess, are, yeah. Is Svad... In, that's does, good. Do we care about good podcasting? Man, this got deep. Are we gonna go 90 <laughs> minutes in this Athlete of the Year pod to find a winner and then hype it up and make a sick graphic? Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So... This <laughs> got really deep. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. How meta are we? Yeah. We well, wanna... I don't... I think we've... Did, Brad isn't really Svad, but... Do we want to vote? Caitlin, Brad. Uh, Brad, not Svad. Brad. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm sorry, I'll see myself out. I'm going Caitlin. How I many more checker. of those can I get in this podcast? You got Brad, not Svad. Sad, not Svad. Sad, not Svad. So uh, you're voting Caitlin. Oh, home. yeah, I'm voting Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin moves on. <laughs> I'll Stay tuned, folks. We're just getting started. <laughs> Caitlin will take on Matt Hamilton in the Elite Eight for a shot at the Final Four. Let's keep it moving. But going back over to J.R. Smith, a pretty easy cakewalk of the first matchup. Yeah. He's now taking on Vontae Davis in what is a very intriguing Elite Eight matchup. Let's start with J.R. So we mentioned a lot about the soup throwing incident. Yeah. Well, let's get into the biggest incident. <laughs> they were... T- <laughs> they were t- you okay, man? <laughs> they were tied. They were tied. And he was like, no, 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 no. I'm pulling I forgot, it out. He forgot the score. So it became a meme for. They're shooting free throws. They're shooting free throws. <laughs> it's a tie ball game. Game one of the NBA Finals. And look, the Warriors were going to win one way or another. But for a second there, y'all, I was convinced a little bit like, oh, maybe the Cavs can make this interesting. They played a perfect game one. And he, despite all of that, it's a tie game because the Warriors are really good. And is it. Who Hill George Hill is at the line shooting two free throws, of course he stinks, and he doesn't get them both. And the rebound goes, and J.R. Smith gets the rebound, and it's a tie game. And LeBron is wide open at the three point line. Literally, there's graphics showing 15 feet of space between him and the nearest defender. And what does J.R. Smith do? Forgets the score. He forgets the score. <laughs> he dribbles out, and he's like, "Oh, we got to call time." Like. He thinks they're going to get fouled. It's true. And then LeBron and looking the game, at him. Man. Yeah. It, it, it the bore the most iconic his... meme of the year. Yeah. <laughs> then after what? the game, did he say that he uh, he knew that they were winning? He said that. Yeah. That's a, that's sure. a lie. Sure so that's, he did. And then LeBron broke his hand. Alex Hunter <laughs> said that he didn't intentionally take the serve. Like, it was spiked. Like, come, come on. Come on. <laughs> that... I think forgetting the score of the game in the NBA Finals is about as ridiculous as it gets. So here's it the thing. really is. I would argue that re- retiring at halftime is more sad. Is more is more sad. But you add it to all the other stuff J.R. Smith has yeah. done. Like the soup incident, I feel like puts him over the top. Not having that. his shirt on. In yeah, the, the in the parade. parade. Yeah, that was a few years ago, but that definitely Still counts. Count. Yeah. Vontae Davis, I'm trying to figure out, he was in the league since 2009. So, like, to end a career... (laughs) It is funny that Vontae Davis picked just that game. And he was just like, nah, like... He was probably going to retire anyway, but the fact that he picked week two (laughs) at halftime... At halftime, I think it's smart. He realized, he was like, oh, man, like, I really can't do this anymore. I think one time during SVAD, we should just end it in the middle of the podcast. Like, that's it. 
we're done. We're done. I'm not really feeling it today. No, guys. no, not today. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been about a, a D minus effort so far. Did you see the, the other it. thing Jr. did with the shirtless thing? Is he uh, sent out a he bought a bunch of T-shirts uh, that were just his torso, <laughs> <laughs> and then he sold them. <laughs> so you could good. buy a T-shirt of just Jr. Smith's torso. <laughs> Which is like Incredible. what the what the heck, man? Yeah. Isn't J.R. Smith trying to be traded from the Cavs? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to be there. There's other stuff about J.R. Smith that we can get into. I think we're in agreement that J.R. probably just has more antics on his side to pass Vontae Davis here, right? Yes, I think J.R. is lifelong career, a very sad moment for Vontae Davis, but J.R. has been on this fad train for years. Vontae, if you retire and then come back next year... One seed. Also, we... <laughs> One al- seed, easy. <laughs> we also always will get, like, the memes of just J.R.'s face, where he looks really high, yeah. and he's just staring at, like... <laughs> yeah, it's the one on the graphic. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, whoa. It's always, it's always the one where why he's, does, he's always like, why? Did, why? did Kyrie get shorter? Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie get shorter. Yeah. That was my favorite one. Wait, where's LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> this year. Yeah. So JR is moving on to the final four. Going on to the lower region, the Nathan Peterman region, which he is no longer in because he lost to a four seed. Williams Ostadio against Alexander. It's a heck of a matchup, boys. We got into the Williams argument a little, a little bit. I still love. I love my man Williams, man. This guy is. This guy is the perfect baseball player for what I want. What's well? I feel like now that we're in the back end of this podcast, we've established most of these guys' stories. Yeah, we've got some some nuggets left about your guy Matt Hamilton, Jalen Ramsey. You know, maybe some more Jimmy Butler stuff. But we know Willie. We already talked about it. What's more, bad? Is it being really good when no one expects you to be good? And like just being also not even really good, and also just having the mentality of like well, also I'm being good, even though I may not be good, being the opposite of what every other good player is in baseball yeah, right taking now, right? Pitches, Isn't yeah. three true outcomes like whatever wants it? Home and runs, he, walks, yeah, strikeouts. He, he's like, no, I gotta put everything in play. He's the exact opposite. He zags <laughs> when they zig. Yes. Okay. Versus Alexander. Well, Alexander by <laughs> Alexander is cheating in a sport that you don't need to cheat in. In terms of strength, <laughs> right, and then he was bad. It also just lacks any mental fortitude whatsoever. The thing that he was riding on the coattails of his wife yeah. enough, though, to get that bronze medal before Alexander getting stripped away. Alexander is a bronze medalist. <laughs> or well, he was. No, no, <laughs> he's not. He was briefly, and also to lie about it and say his drink was spiked. Yeah, that's pretty good too. <laughs> it's like, this is it's tough. a tough yeah. one. My vote is still for Williams in this one. I'm I'm probably... Williams is so different from every other baseball player, and he's still good. And I, I vote for Williams. I'm gonna go Alexander just because I this is 2018. It was the year yeah. curling became kind of a thing, and I think Alexander is more svad than Matt Hamilton. Ooh, we'll oh. get into it. We'll get oh, into yeah. it. Oh, oh, I don't know. I I'm I think Alexander is is more svad. I like your guy Williams. I like the yeah. swings. Keep swinging, bud. That's pretty good. But cheating and curling. What is the what advantage do you also, have? Also, we talked about that. What, what do you get from doping? Well, we, we had this conversation once. It's the broom. It's the it's stamina. The, it's stamina. It, this, everyone hears, like, steroids, and they immediately think strength baseball, but it also improves, like, your lungs and... You know, but it takes some effort to like, sweep the broom back and forth each time. Especially in doubles when it's not a team effort. It's just you sweeping and when your wife throws. If Andy Reid-looking Matt Hamilton can do it, why can't you? It's also true. What conditioning do you think Matt Hamilton does for curling? Like, he probably lifts the butter burger to his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably curls. <laughs> do my man's Matt Hamilton like that. He would probably agree if he was <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> Alexander's moving on. All right, yeah. all right. Alexander is fine. Sorry, Matt. Uh, moving on. Jimmy Butler, Jalen Ramsey, the two best players remaining in this bracket. Probably the two best players to start in this bracket, unless you want to go into Machado. But Jalen Ramsey, we got into it, talks a lot of trash about his quarterback, or about any quarterback, including his own, and his team is absolutely terrible. Jimmy Butler hated his team, talked a lot of trash to them, mm-hmm. then got traded. Yeah, Jim- Jimmy... To me, I got Jimmy over Jalen Ramsey well, here. I think Jimmy. I just want to hear some. First of all, before we go, I just want to hear some more Jalen Ramsey quotes about his tweets about his quarterbacks. Oh, the ones from uh, like like the yeah, calling There's out Josh Allen. There's a lot of different things. I mean, he called out Tyree Kill. He called out Rob Gronkowski, which are both just so bold. Yeah. Um, People, you just can't guard. It's it's just every well, single. You see that a lot, he has a though. take about literally every guy. Like it seems like a lot of big name quarterbacks over the court. Like remember Josh Norman? Like he did the same thing where he just he can, calls out receivers. He confused. Like, I'm gonna shut this guy down. 
he confused Danny Amendola with Julian Edelman. That's there's nothing there's nothing new to see. Oh, that's actually that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. There's nothing new to a corner just talking smack to Bi- receivers. Talking smack about Big Ben, who's like say what you want about Ben as a yeah. person. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he's decent at best. It's not Big Ben. It's Antonio Brown. He just slings it. His receivers go get it. But he ain't all that. I played him twice, and he really disappointed me. <laughs> He'll be in the Hall of Fame and all that. <laughs> yeah. I would just like to also. Wait, hey, hold on. Give me a sec. Sorry. We can keep reading more. Jimmy Butler posted a Dark Knight quote on his Instagram when he was with the Wolves. What's the quote? Oh, that could be potentially good. Now, this one for me is pretty easy, honestly. Really? The more I think about it, the less I think Jalen Ramsey. I feel like there's more to special. do with Jalen Ramsey and Jimmy Butler. You have the one incident. But the one incident oh, is he used so my favorite song. That's true. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. This is when he was on the like, Wolves. Posted an Instagram picture with this quote: "You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself." The it's a good Harvey Dent. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the one day. It's his whole experience with the Timberwolves. Like they asked, man, that was absurd. They like, asked Jalen in the off season who his Mount Rushmore was of NFL players, and he said, "Me with four different expressions." Like this is just yeah. <laughs> the more the more Jimmy the Jalen Ramsey quotes is just like. This is the dude who likes to talk smack I would just and be also absurd. like to add that... Like, that's not new. We've seen that Jimmy before. went to the Sixers and then hit two ridiculous step-back three-game winners from the same spot. He tried the yeah. same shot again. And it wasn't a it's good shot. It's not a good shot. No. The, G, the G stands for gets. Yeah, Jimmy G buckets. Yeah. Oh, no, this, I think it's still pretty easy. Again, we got to think bigger picture here. How often has a player walked into the practice <laughs> like Jimmy Butler did... Put the third stringers on his team. Said, "I'm gonna go beat these dudes. You can't win without me." And, like that's you know what's crazy is that, like a lot of people said like Todd was like, "Ah, that's just Monday for Jimmy." <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's crazy, man. Something is wrong with this guy. Yeah, yeah. that's that's easy to me. All right. Sorry, Jalen. Jimmy moves on to the final four. He wins his region. Moving on, Caitlin Flaherty against Matt Hamilton in the Matt Hamilton region. Talked a lot about Caitlin Flaherty. Let's let's hear your Matt Hamilton takes. You didn't really bust him out because we just kind of we, we know ragged is, on how unsvad. Why, why is he sad? Why is Matt? <laughs> I'll read Zach sad. Smith's uh, right. explanation. A really good one. So, as second on the USA curling team that won the gold in this year's Olympics, Matt Hamilton has become the icon we deserve but never knew we needed. He's second best at perhaps the most non-athletic sport in Olympic history, and is the owner of not just a gold medal but a mean mustache rivaled only by Mario. The guy is an R and D technician. We love Midwestern intellectuals that are good at sports at Northwestern. And uh, then goes on to say curling is the most underrated sport, which it is. We already We've have already a dropped a lot finals. of those takes, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the fact that he's a, an R&D technician. That's pretty funny. That he has a day job and he's just like, he's not really an athlete. No. But then he went and won this medal with the U.S. He also, like, what, when he was becoming a thing online, becoming a meme, he tried really hard because he's from Wisconsin. He's a big, like, Wisconsin sports guy. Every night he would tweet at Aaron Rodgers, like, just like, hey man, like, getting a lot of attention, like, you want to give me a shout out? <laughs> and finally Rodgers did it, but it was also like, I feel like that's how Spad would handle, like, rushing onto the scene, like, yeah. Matt would be tweeting at Joe Ingles, like, at hey Joe, Joe Ingles, yeah, <laughs> hey listen, Joe. listen to the athlete of the year pod. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know, I feel like we love Caitlin Flaherty, she's really good, Matt's also really good, but he also, like, he's an R&D technician from Wisconsin who looks like he just... Pounds cheese curds. Yeah, and... I know. There's some, like, I don't know. I'd say that I, my vote still goes to Flaherty in this debate for versus uh, the Flaherty Hamilton. I don't think Hamilton's appearance is really what pushes him over the limit, and the fact that he is a curler. But yeah, the 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 swagger that Caitlin Flaherty has that makes me lean towards Flaherty in this one. I love a chucker. I love someone who walks up and chucks. <laughs> she through. lets it fly. I mean, I love that Matt Hamilton's, like, fat and has a cool mustache. We already have a chucker in here. J.R. Smith is also a chucker. You can't have too many chuckers, stuff. Zach. If you learn anything about know. Spad, you can't have too many chuckers. <laughs> I still vote Hamilton. I still vote Hamilton. I think that just... I need to uh, find some Matt stuff, Hamilton quotes. The amount of stuff he did in the Olympics. There was one time where a Chinese guy, a Chinese curler in mixed curling was stretching. He threw his broom over, So and the guy didn't speak good English at all. Matt took the broom, walked over to him, and then screamed... Keep your broom in your own lane, just as a joke, because the guy couldn't speak English. So the dude, the Chinese <laughs> curler, was really shook at first. But then Matt like just reaches over, he's like, "Nah, I'm just kidding." Like he made the Olympics just like a he's just fun, a dude, like, yeah. just a fun-loving guy who, like, in a really serious event, that's like really big for his career as a curler, and he's still just is a fun-loving guy who treats it as, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. I love Matt Hamilton is great. 
I'm all in on Matt yeah. Hamilton. I don't, I don't know. Something, something for me doesn't seem as sad to me with Matt Hamilton. Tie-breaking vote. come down to you. I'm reading about Matt Hamilton. <laughs> I have to go with Caitlin Flaherty. No. She's my spirit animal. It's a mistake. She's, she's the best. It's like Steph Curry descended from the heavens into Michigan women's basketball. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I don't like real Steph, so I need a fake Steph to root for. There you go. That's Caitlin Flaherty. Keep chucking away to the Final Four. I'm going to find some Caitlin Flaherty highlights. Raise the NIT banner. That's pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they won the NIT. That's pretty sweet. So our Final Four, J.R. Smith steamrolls through his region. Alexander comes out of his out of the Nathan Peterman region, the curler from Russia. At least we have one curler in there. Jimmy Butler handles his region pretty easily. And, Matt Ham- and Caitlin Flaherty comes out of the Matt Hamilton region and upsets Matt Hamilton in the Elite Eight. Start with J.R. Smith versus Alexander. I don't know. There's a lot of. There's still a lot of J.R. Smith antics we haven't even gotten, in, gotten yeah. into. The one that I was finding during the last one was when he literally let up a wide open dunk because he went over and hugged Jason Terry. Oh, that was really funny. He was like, "Ah, oh, what up, my dude?" It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. That's Alan, pretty good. J.R. is just like he's too meant for this award. There's just so many like different things that we can keep finding about J.R. It doesn't seem fair. But Alexander, at the same time, like I'm. I'm going all in on him, especially if the other curlers that I like isn't in it. Like, curling is the most yeah. spad sport, and this was one of the best spad athletes in the best spad sport. Alexander, to me, is still more... I think I agree with your yeah. take on it, that Alexander is uh, more spad than Matt Hamilton. I think he, he's in the Nick Curios mold of just, like... Maybe he's just watching Caitlin Flaherty <laughs> highlights on his phone. <laughs> I'm completely checked out. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God, she made a half-court shot. We've unleashed something. <laughs> um... No, I'm, it's like the Nick Kyrgios thing. He's just insane. And it's curling. Like, yeah. JR is, is crazy. He's just crazy. But, like, I don't know. Is he that good? Uh, better than Alexander, I think, relatively. Yeah, that's sport. fair. That's I mean, fair. Alexander was, was like, but JR wrote, JR wrote, which means no, he's he, one of the best. He didn't. The, yes, JR he did. rode the coattails of LeBron to a title, I but Alexander thought, rode the coattails of his wife to a bronze medal. It's true. He's still well, qualified for the mixed briefly. curling, which means he has to be one of the best. Well, Russia was better than a lot of countries. From him. Yes, but he is still <laughs> one of, like, relative to the sport, like, Alexander is much better in his sport than JR. I guess. He's like, how many curlers made the know. Olympics total? <laughs> how many people tried to be curlers? <laughs> More than you think. I'd, really? Yeah. Really? Matt Hamilton started learning curling in high school. Another That's reason pretty late. he should be in the finals, but we, we're past that. Mm, all right. I, I lean Alexander here over JR. I think Alexander is the more spad. That's my vote. I thought you, we liked Alexander. You don't we're, like, we're Alexander. like Alexander. Oh, I like Are Alexander. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Alexander to the finals. Alexander is the dark horse. <laughs> Alexander, the three seed, cruising to the finals, love upsetting J.R. Smith, the num- consensus number He's one seed. crucial Oh, God. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Moving on, Jimmy Butler against Caitlin Flaherty. Oh, no, what am I going to do? Amit is at a crossroads oh. between a 76er and his favorite basketball player, as he said earlier in the pod. He's still just watching Caitlin Flaherty highlights. Dude, she's so good. She's so Look good. at this. This one is absurd. Oh, sorry. She's dr- <laughs> she comes around the screen the and she's just like, what if I just... Oh my gosh. This video is titled... Matt, uh, we, gotta, bucket- we gotta bring it back on the rails here. <laughs> this video is think, titled think- Bucket Getter, comma, Caitlin Flaherty. Did I would you not make this video? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. I did not make this video. Um, I'm gonna have to kill the Caitlin Flaherty hype train, I think, at this point, unfortunately. I think Jimmy Butler had the most sad year maybe possible. Um, yeah. mm. Man, this it was just a perfect spad year for Jimmy Butler that I think he edges out Flaherty here. Man, it's tough. It's tough for me to try to end the, the Flaherty hype train now. Well, the thing I with love Caitlin, a chucker. I'd like but... to say this about Caitlin Flaherty is that is she really that spad? She's just a chucker that I just happen to like. And oh, but the last argument, the chucker was like the biggest uh, the reason why you had to give it to Matt her. Hamilton's just a good curler. Yeah. Not even that good. I mean, there was. He was number two. He was pretty good. But we have a bad curler. Okay. We we (laughs) We can't have too many curlers. You can't have too many chuckers. We have the the most bad curler in the finals right now. I don't think there's a doubt in my mind about that. Um, 
So the argument for a chucker over Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler too good? No, that's, I'm that's saying the question. I'm Jimmy saying, Butler is what the tenth best player when in the he NBA? tries. See, sometimes he's he tried. Sometimes he doesn't want to try. Sometimes Jimmy, he doesn't but care. But the argument that we're giving him is when he went in was really good in practice. And I know. Tried. How is that a spad thing to do? To mm, to be good. <laughs> to just basically come in and body <laughs> everyone else in WNUR and be like. Spad is so good. We're going to see. We've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, it's not, I guess that specific incident. I guess it's more the overall idea of Jimmy Butler saying, I don't like this place. I don't want to be here. I'm going to force myself out. I'm going to make them get rid of me. And that's kind of the, that's the sad thing from Jimmy Butler. is taking matters in his own hands, not caring about what the other people think. Definitely not caring about what Tom Thibodeau thinks, saying, I'm doing me. Tom, I don't care what you think. I want to leave. I'm leaving. That's that, and that's what Jimmy Butler did. What did you say to Cat and Andrew Wiggins? I can't remember exactly. This was two hours ago, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> From his interview. Oh man. I mean, yeah. where are you leaning? Oh, I'm leaning towards Butler. Butler. All right, that's true. I'll, that's I'll true. go Butler too. I We're mean, going Fla- unanimous. All right. Flaherty didn't deserve to be in the final four. I love Caitlin yes, Flaherty. Did. She yes, she did. Easily, she did. Jimmy's- easily did. <laughs> Moving on to the finals, Jimmy Butler comes out as the top seed in his region, handles everyone pretty easily with the fact that he went into the T-Wolves practice and just absolutely <laughs> roasted everybody and flamed everyone with the third stringers. Against Alexander, the Russian curler. Yeah, man, this is a tough one. I don't know who I'm leaving. His medal stripped for doping. What are we what are we thinking here, guys? Oof. I could go I could go either way on this one, man. Um can we just someone God, pull up a was... video of Alexander trying to hit that empty stone? Uh, I look. was trying to find it. It's hard. There's not a lot of curling highlights on YouTube still. Really? And also, I knew no context other than that they needed the shot. I'm pretty sure to make it to the... Was it to make it to the gold medal game and Alexander uh, choked? I don't know. Yeah, if you just Google him, all the stuff that comes out is the uh, doping scandal, which is also a very sad thing to do. I think that that, that to me may, might push me towards Alexander. We're going back. I know you say it helps with the brooms, but come on, of all the possible sports what? to what? dope for, it's curling. Yeah. Disqualified. Got That's disqualified. And now he's disqualified he's for the next, for the next four, four years. years. He's got to win now. Come on. He's, he's got he's he's to get his ring. How many other curlers were in the news this week? It is a good... <laughs> It is a good narrative. You didn't win your gold medal or your bronze medal, but you did win Spad Athlete of the Year. Yeah, he can take that important. home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and he's not, he's... Look at the picture they used of him. <laughs> he looks really ex- exhausted. He just looks sad. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one to me, I think I'm starting to lean Alex on. I could be Jimmy Baller might Jimmy. be too good. Like, obviously he made it here because he had one of the most Spad years ever. But Alexander might be the Alexander right level had been yeah. waiting four years for the spotlight for the Olympics to come to him, and, <laughs> he, and he and he really showed up. Yeah, yeah I really am starting to lean Alexander more. The more we talk about it, I think the fact that he, the way that he was good is that by riding on his wife's co- coattails again that we mentioned, like his wife is really good. His Anastasia? wife is legit good. Yeah, did she dope too? Did we know? No, no. she didn't dope. Mm-hmm. She's just like actually just like legit. Can we get some quotes from Alexander? What does he say? His wife became an internet sensation. He didn't. Wow, that's that's fine. He plays for a club team. He, he became a sad sensation, which you could say is better than an internet sensation. Arguably. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's my vote. I, I've vote thought Alexander? about it more. My I need official some vote. Alexander quotes. We don't have Alexander. a lot. We don't really have anything about Alexander other than the the story. That's that's the only hesitation I have to give him the award. What What do you mean you don't have anything? Like, other than when that? we gave it to Curios, we had him like. Saying a bunch of different funny stuff okay. in interviews. We don't know anything about Alexander other than that the he may just be. The first thing you search it is bemused curlers ask, why would anyone dope in her sport? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we have to think bigger picture than this. A curler got suspended for doping. This is like. Come on. Like you said, Zach, 2018 was the year of curling. Yeah, I know. And the wrong curler is in here, but. In the year of curling. But I think the most bad curler is in here. That's, I someone, think that's safe to say. Someone Norwegian said, for me, it's tough to see dopey and curling, maybe as a brusher, but come on, 
hit the gym, you know. He got <laughs> called out by other people. <laughs> Even Crucial Nitsky's own teammates were at a loss to understand why a curler would need to dope. Or how they could with Russia under the drug spotlight. Yeah, exactly. being accused of running a state-backed doping program. A lot of people were flaming him, not just curlers. Why would you need to dope in curling? Yeah. With yeah, us, it's, it's not good. about faster, better, or stronger. It's about more accurate. I think Alexander just missed the memo. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's this shot. That, I guess, combined with the fact that he missed the wide-open shot to end the game to win the game, and he just overthrew it. Yeah. I'll yeah. Um, That's more, all in on Alexander. The more I think about it, yeah, I'm all in there. Meldonium. What? Oh, it's a doping drug. Yeah. It's not like a cover-up or anything. Though. It's just, this this man just straight up did it. What do you think, Mitt? I just, you I'm gotta still reading. got to make a decision. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go with Alexander. Alexander. I love Jimmy Butler. He's my guy, but he's too good. I would agree. Yeah, he's too good. I think you got to do a curler in 2018. Yeah, it's 2018. It's four You're years. You're curling. And he might not even be back <laughs> in four years. Four years True. from now, it's bad looks for <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> So Alexander Crucial Nitki, Crucial Nitki, you may not have won your bronze medal. You may have gotten it stripped, but you arguably won something more valuable: the hearts of Sports Voice After Dark and the 2018. Can we strip a fat athlete of the year title? Is that something? That's I don't know. Be what, in the cards? Would you have to get too good to do that? Maybe I don't know. You'd have to become like. If someone too could do it, if someone made to have had to have us have the conversation, it's him. You'd have to come out and say something like, like. Really bad. Have, like, a really bad take about, like, yeah. oh, like, three-pointers aren't fun in basketball. Oh, yeah, something really anti-sad. I yeah. like soccer or something like that. Exactly. That might lose it for him. <laughs> right, Amit? Very funny. <laughs> so, Alexander, congratulations. You are the 2018 SPAD Athlete of the Year. This is great content. Beating a packed field, coming out as a three-seed. I'm sure many people who have gotten this far only to find out that a curler, they've never heard of one SPAD Athlete of the Year, but that's the nature of the podcast. Congratulations. Thank you for a great year. We will see you back in 2019 for Season 9 of Sports Voice After Dark.